It's that time of the day. We are live again. We are back. Welcome. Episode 10. Brad. Can you believe it? Episode 10. The decade the decade episode is uh, upon us. And time has just flown by, hasn't it, Alex? Yeah, it's gone quick. It's gone quick. How's your week been, mate? Um, yeah, the week's been uh, pretty bland, to be honest with you, Alex. Um, my football football club's going well, though, which is good. It's good to see. Got a, um, um, got a little cheeky mo going on there, mate. Yeah, uh, it's Movember, so... Um, well, it is November, actually, but I'm uh, taking part in Movember. Very good. For men's... Uh, health. Sorry. Uh, yeah, so the beard's gone for the time being. It's um, slowly growing back as we as we speak. Oh, that's not a slow grow, mate. That's a quick grow. Yeah, actually, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's a yeah. It's quick. It's a quick grow. Um, but yeah, no. So that's something different about me this week. But other than that, nothing really much has happened. That's all right. What about you? Is anything interesting happened in your life? Went down to Canberra over the weekend. You did. Is there any little uh, little shenanigans you want to reveal to the the listeners about that trip? I was um I caught up with the famous Barnett, aka the Bosman, aka Old Boz, aka the Boz, aka Dylan, aka the new <laughs> kit man at the FC pundits. But um yeah, caught up with him and his girlfriend Ali. So yeah, it was good to see them. Haven't seen them for about a year. But yeah, That's nice. nice. Yeah, I think you're very um must be pretty uh. Honourable to be in the presence of the Barnet. It is, mate. It's a real warm feeling. Oh, and there's would nothing be, better. Would be. Both got a nice, good coffee in front of you. I'm, yeah. I'm sure he's. Uh, I feel like he's got a very comforting presence about him, the Barnet, doesn't he? He does. You just feel nice and safe and calm around. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, Dylan. This podcast is not about you today, unfortunately. We'll talk. So to keep you another listening, time. though. Keep listening. But keep listening. That's all good. Right, Premier League, mate. Before we jump into that. Go for it. Talk to me. We've made a discovery over the past probably 15 minutes before we recorded today. Oh, yes. We just want to make a formal apology for last week because um, we forgot to select the special microphone we use. So if you thought that there was something a little bit strange with last episode... Yeah, a bit of bit, sound issues. Yeah, it was just a bit... I think um, we were... Our voices were pretty soft in volume. Yeah. And the quality wasn't as good. So I think you'll notice the difference this week. So there we apologise for that. A sound technic a sound issue in the studio, but we got the electricians in to fix it up, so it's all good. No yeah, stress. Um, fixed it up. Uh, fixed fix, <laughs> fix it up, fix mate. Fixed it up. One press of a button at the end of the day. But um I'm just gonna jump into some transfers quickly. Are you? Yes, I am. Didn't talk to you about this, but No. Um so a fair bit's popped up on the Instagram and social media and stuff like that. Loads of these um, sources are not really reliable. Some of them are, but I thought they were quite interesting. I thought I'd just shout them out there. You might. Oh, have heard so these some. little little bit of um, little bit of rumors. Rumors. rumors yep. Yeah. Um, Tottenham are going to offer Hugh Min Song uh, another contract worth two hundred k a week. This is an interesting talking point because. A lot of Tottenham, or the Tottenham fans I know, are renowned for uh, gloating about their uh, trans. I mean, their wage policy and their wage structure. Just a little bit. A few years back, I thought it was a hundred capped at hundred k a week, so none of their players could be over hundred k a week. Yeah, right. But that has seemed to be changing because um, okay. Harry Kane's not. He's on over that. I yeah, hundred percent. Um, he had hundred percent more. Um, um, Bale would be. Bale. I think he's on more. I think they're splitting the wages up. No, splitting it. But still, yeah, I think that's a definitely an interesting talking point mm. um, with that. 
that deal because it looks like it's gone through. Yeah. What sources are saying. Yeah. 200k, he's worth it. Oh yeah, I think so. And he seems to be enjoying his football as well. Yeah, he seems like he's really found a, a long-term home at Tottenham and mm. fair play to him. And um, yeah, I just, I just wanted. It's just interesting looking at the finances of that club and how they used to run their wages and how. Yeah, definitely. How a deal like this could impact the squad because I feel like there is probably some players there that might feel like they deserve more now mm. because. Even though Son is arguably their best player with Kane, um, I think people will start to talk in the in the club. The players probably, but yeah, we probably Harry Winks we'll never find it. Oh, Harry Winks, mate, he'll be um, up in the boardroom. Quick start with about probably two hundred k. He'll be up there with Levy. Oh, come on, mate, pull pull some dosh out of your pocket. Even you can, you'll offer him a bit of that, won't you? I'll offer him a bit. Video wages, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Cheeky apprentice wage will help him out. <laughs> yeah, mate. Um, second one here this is about Lionel Messi. Um, Italian papers reckon that um, Inter Milan and interest in him and with the contract expiring at the end of the season Messi only staying on one more year they reckon Inter's in there looking at him um, do you reckon that could be a possible option? This is also an interesting story um, I think this Messi saga will continue not in January he'll stay he'll definitely stay at Barca for the whole season but when it comes to next summer oh, there's going to be so many clubs it, it's interesting though because I feel like he's free. He will be free to leave. Mm. But now that the president and that have resigned, I think that was a big issue at that yeah. club with him. So I don't know. He's been at that club since what he was a child. Don't mm. I mean like I don't see why he would. His oldest want, one is now part of the academy as well. Yeah, so like I don't see why he'd want to tarnish such a big legacy. I think I want if I was to put my money on it. If I was a betting man, I reckon he will stay now because it's. Yeah. The, I think it was a clash with the president and how the club was running. Yep, yep. And now that he's gone, I would put my money on him staying in Barcelona because okay. I don't think he, he won't... The player he is and what he's built at that club, yeah. why would he throw... Not throw it away, but why would he um, leave and go to a city or an Inter yeah. to not tarnish it, but just to put a dent, I reckon, in the legacy? Because mm. if he stays his whole career, then he's just... You know what I mean? He's the biggest player ever for them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Second one, second one here, David Alba looks like he's leaving at the end of the, end of the summer, end of the season uh, when his contract expires. There's no confirmed club or there's no clubs, obviously it's not a confirmed club, but there's no clubs saying that there's interest in him at the moment. But what are your thoughts Um, on this? Yeah. So this, um, Alba's contract sort of um, sagas dragged on a bit over the Mm. summer what I've heard from um, the Don Fabrizio over the summer, because he always updates us, and there's mm. a few other reliable people, um, saying that for him, I think his interests are Barcelona and Real Madrid yeah. when it comes to the clubs he wants to go to. There's obviously a bit of a disconnect between Bayern and him and his representatives at the moment. I don't yeah. know. He might just want a fresh challenge. Fair, fair enough. Um, I think I heard the Atletico were interested. I, I think there was a bit of rumours of English clubs as well being interested, which... I think they should be because he's a top quality player. Mm-hmm. Especially you can get him on a free. Um, I think he'd improve, especially being a centre back who can play also yep. left back and in midfield. I think there's a lot of big clubs in England, especially that need defenders mm-hmm. of his quality. So I think that he'll get. Um, I don't think he'll resign now. Um, I think it's been pushed too far. Yeah. And I think yeah, I think he'll leave, but I I I don't really know where he'll go. Um, 
if I was to put my money on it, I'd probably say Barcelona Real Madrid because that's where he probably wants to go. But you never know in football. Like United might come in with some big money, or even mm. Chelsea, or uh, even Man City. Well, yeah. Probably not Man City, but yeah, we'll see. Interesting. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see where he goes. It'd be good from a United point of view. Are the an unbelievable sign to have David Alaba on your team. Oh, I think I think 100%. he's a. I reckon he's a solid eight out of ten signing for it yeah. for a Premier League club. Oh, hundred percent. We need him. Eight out of ten. We I need him. You, we need him at the back. 100%. He's just he's sort of like your Thiago. Like yeah. Liverpool, it's just instant. It's just instant impact. Mm. Yeah. Um, moving on, Halan. This is rain. This is really random. This little um transfer one. Yeah. No, not really random. Look, but they're rumors. No rumors, but what I'm about to read makes it random. Red Bull Salzburg sporting director says Halan will eventually end up at Liverpool. I find it a bit weird being Salzburg director saying that. But Salzburg's Austrian. Well, he plays in the German league. I find it a bit weird. But anyway, but do you reckon Halan? Did you know, did you know Halan played for Salzburg? Oh, yeah, he did too. Clean that up. Yeah, what so am I going on Hallen, about? Yeah, he came from Wow, Salzburg. that was awkward. <laughs> You know, uh, that's twice I've done that mistake now. But yeah, no, so that's why yeah. that's been said. But he's... Shaking my head here. Did you know, did you know about his release clause? I don't Do you know. know about his release clause? Yeah, I think you were talking about 75 this million euros from this summer onwards until the end of the end of his current Dortmund contract. Is that, so is that cheap? 75 million euros. For him? Oh, 100%. Yeah, I agree. 100%. I agree. You have... Like, you have to be on him. Mm. I think right euros. now. I think right now. You don't want him. You don't want to pay seventy-five million euros now than for him to be a washout. Oh, I you don't because he's still young. He's younger than us at the moment. Don't forget. No, I know that, but the way he's playing, and you can just mm. see, like, it's worth the gamble. Yeah, hundred percent worth the gamble. Like this guy, if he didn't have a release clause, would be. I think. I honestly think he's worth more than Jaden Sancho in regards to value to a team, or on par, on par with Jaden Sancho. On par. So I reckon in my opinion, me. but you can yeah. disagree. I don't reckon Jaden Sancho is worth that much, but that's just me. But yeah, so but yeah. I anyway. definitely see another sort of saga brewing behind Haaland this summer just because yeah. of that release clause. 100%. But I, if, as a, once again, as a betting man, if you want to follow my betting uh, um, advice, Very unsuccessful. I still think he'll, <laughs> I think, I think he'll stay at Dortmund for yeah. another season, at least after this one. But yeah, one to look out for. I still can't believe I got that Salzburg bit completely way off. That's so bad. <laughs> I tell you what, I'm, I'm enjoying talking about about transfers. It's sort of I don't know. Yeah, so am I. I'm just something a bit well. different. Yeah, you know I mean, it's I like talking about. Yeah. It. All right, we've got an out of contract eleven, mate. For so next the, summer. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna give you the um, paper and read him out. Is Donnarumma in goal? He is in goal. Yeah. Um, but I'm gonna give it to you. You can read the names out because you know. I... I couldn't remember who bloody hell I'm played for. But anyway, read the right. read, read the formation and the names, mate. And let the so there's a 4-3-3. Three, three, a few players are a bit out of position, but we've got uh, Donnarumma, uh, AC Milan's goalkeeper, David Alaba from Bayern Munich, Sergio Ramos from Real Madrid, um, Garcia from Man City, Juan Bernat from PSG, uh, same with Draxler, uh, Messi, Juan Aldum, uh, Memphis Depay from Lyon, Aguero, and Di Maria from PSG. Looking at this um, 11, as we speak, they obviously um, they haven't re-signed. Mm. That could change. And I, I still think, um, from what I've read on Twitter over the past few months, I, out of these players, I think Donnarumma will stay. Yeah. Um, there's been interest 
from Chelsea, apparently, for Donnarumma. Mm-hmm. Um, that's if Kepa was to leave. But his agent... Do you know Mino Raiola? Yeah. Pogba's yeah. agent? Yep. Really hard to deal with, apparently. Asked for, like, massive... Um, what's he fees? Yeah, agent right. fees and all that shit. Okay, interesting. Um, but, yeah, I think Garcia from Man City, the centre-back, I think he'll go to Barcelona. Yep. A lot of interest there. Um, Sergio Ramos... He'll stay. He'll stay. He'll 100%. Stay. Alaba looks like he's leaving. Wijnaldum is an interesting one. I'll take him. We've already talked about Messi. Um, Depay is also interesting. Like the two Dutchmen. Mm. I think that I could both see them ending up at Barcelona in the summer. Yeah, I could see Memphis. Yeah, I agree. But Wijnaldum is an interesting one because they, they've been trying to negotiate for a long I time. I feel like... I don't know. I feel I don't know if he'll go to Barcelona, but I feel he'll definitely go to another club. I feel. You think? And I feel that is a big loss for Liverpool. Oh, big loss! Massive loss. Do you think the Thiago coming in has made an impact on his um, on his oh, thinking? 100. Do you think? Oh, maybe. It's maybe. a hard one because I feel like they're they're different they're, players. They're, I feel like they're different players where. Thiago is very creative, but he does sit in the holding role where Wayne um, gets forward and likes to score goals, as you can sort of tell by all these headers and Yeah. They're different players, but I feel like his agent might be getting in his ear a bit saying like, look, they've brought in Thiago, there's one less there's one more competition. Yeah. You know, even though You've won the he, league, you've won the Champions League. I just honestly think if well. his heart and his head were set at Liverpool, he would re sign. But mm. we obviously we don't know the ins and outs of of negotiations, he might want more money. Or yeah. We don't know, but if from us looking inside, uh, from looking from the outside, sorry, yeah. I'd say that there's a little bit of um, stuff going on there. But yeah, Aguero and Di Maria, I think, will both resign. Aguero is an interesting one, though. I think it's really dependent on how he plays. Yeah, he's been picking up a fair few injuries as well. Yeah, and, and he's getting on. But yeah, I feel like he's going to resign, and he's just going to be. Like one of those players, he's been at the club for quite a while. And a long time. A long time, and he you could put him down as a Man City legend, which is but weird. that's the which thing they're very, very sad City from Manchester City. They're not very sentimental when it comes to like their legend, their big players like that. Like they moved on David Silva, Yaya Torre. And I think David Silva came. wanted to move on himself. Yeah, well, it'd be interesting because if he's not producing goals, I don't think they'll keep him. No, but as a because backup striker. Well, I still think they'd want, they'd want to bring in someone younger and fresher in behind mm. Jesus. I think if he's asking for too much money. Yeah. But yeah, we'll see. I guess. Um, moving on now, William Sabaya could reportedly leave Arsenal in January on loan, as the defender is unhappy with his lack of playing time. Saliba. Saliba, sorry. Um. What I say, Sabaya. Yeah, they're. I say Sabaya because I'm. Um, Sabaya's. Yeah, I'm thinking something else. Yeah, nah. Um, I think there was a bit of backstory behind this bit of context I think his mum passed away only like a few months ago okay right um, and I think he wanted to move home for the short term just to be with his family which yeah. makes sense and that was that would have definitely impacted his sort of um, focus mm. um, as a footballer at the moment yeah but, <clears throat> sorry I just I don't see why um, why he's not getting games unless it's down to Arteta sort of communicating and saying, look, are you ready? And he says, well, look, I'm not. But I don't see why he'd say he's not ready. Yeah. He's, it's probably a good thing for him to get out on the pitch and play well and be confident, you know what I mean? Good yeah. for his head. 100%. But interesting. Very interesting. One to look out for. Um, two more, just quickly. Um, 
Manchester United have approached Mauricio Pochettino to replace Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Have they? Mm. Interesting. Is that is this something maybe you I've can seen, talk about I've, this? What 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 are I've, your thoughts? I've, I've seen this all over. So because to me, it's, it's definitely happened. I'm going to keep it short and sweet. If I was a United fan, I, if if you had the choice for this to happen, I'd want this to happen. Oh, 100%. This manager, 100%. Klopp, 100%. Pep Guardiola, 100%. But if it was another manager like Ronald Koeman or whatever, whoever, I'd be like, nah, I'd rather keep Solskjaer. Yeah, I think... I think you need... A, I just... Look, I could be wrong because I don't watch for me, like, every game uh, for of me, yours. For me, Pochettino is up there with Klopp. I feel like Pep... For me, Pep is the best manager in the world for me because I like his type of style of play. And then under that, you've got Klopp, Pochettino. Um, I feel like Zidane is a very good manager as well. A lot of but player... He, he, he's not doing too well with Madrid at the moment. But that's, I don't feel like that's not his fault. They've lost 20-odd players to coronavirus. Yeah, I think... Um, I, I agree with you. But I think Pep... I think Pep has different requirements as a manager compared to Klopp and... Uh, yeah. I see Klopp and... Pochettino very similar yeah, in the same. way they run because yeah, they're sort of like they came in to Tottenham and um, Liverpool respectively and they sort of had not a not the greatest of teams and they sort of put their philosophy in over the time and built and made plays better that were already there. Yeah. See for me I think Pep, especially at Man City, he's gone this is this is what we're playing. He's yeah. gone to sh- he's gone to Sheikh Mansour in Saudi Arabia and gone, mate, give me the money. I need this player, this player, this player, this player. Bang, they've got the players. Yeah. Not saying Pep is a... I'm saying Pep's a great manager. Yeah, he's always had the money but he needs and the players. He needs players. players. Yeah. For me, Klopp and... That's the difference between him and Klopp and um, Pochettino. Yeah. They grab their players that they have and they see how they can man-manage them and yeah. work them to a, to a to better potential. player. If you know what I mean. Like, yeah. look at Henderson. Look at... Even Mane. Just everyone in that team right now. Oh, yeah. When they came to Liverpool, they weren't 100 million pound players. No. But now they are. Yeah. Same with Tottenham. Your Sons, your, well, you could say your Canes. Yeah, Canes, Especially yeah. their defence um, a few years back, your Vertonghen and Alderweireld. Mm. Um, their defence was really solid. And what he done to Kyle Walker as well. You look where he's done his career and stuff. Yeah, exactly. So I think I think United could go out and get a Pep-style manager that says, yes, I want this, this, and this, and this. But I don't think you need that at the moment. You need... Someone to steady the ship and have like a solid five-year plan, like and a bit like what Sir Alex and Sir Alex Ferguson did. Yeah, he I came think. in 1986, I think it was, and he went right. Doing this, we're doing that. We're doing this, doing that. You're going, you're staying. See you later. I need these players, and we're going to do it this way. Yeah, like if you're going to argue what direction you want your club to go in, I think the proof's yeah. sort of in the pudding with United. Like you've spent a shit ton of money, yeah. and nothing's working. Mm. So yeah. Um. No, last one. About Manchester United. I'm enjoying these these transfers. Yeah, that's Actually, I'm enjoying it. It's, 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 it's good. It's nice to talk about. Yep. Yeah, it's been a while. Um, Man United have dropped their Paul Pogba price. It's gone down to fifty three million. Fifty three million pounds. Mm-hmm. If I was Juventus, would you buy? Yes, hundred percent. Because you're not buying Pogba. At United, you're buying back Pogba at Juve because that Pogba... That Juve was different class. That Juve Pogba was unbelievable. Yeah. And I think it, he's all... It's all down to mentality, I think, because mm. you can... I can see... Everyone can see the the ability's there. Yeah. You know what I mean? 100%. And I think um, if he went back to Juve, he'd be unreal. Yeah. 
I agree. Um, did I have one more? Did I not have one more? No, I didn't have one more. Um, let's talk football now. Let's, right, let's, get to let's it. just jump into our review of um, the past week. Um, well, before we go into individual games, what did you think of the week as a whole? Do you mm. think it was very... Um, Interesting. Uh, what's the word? Bland? Or do you think it was very... Um, um, extraordinary? Or anything sort of shocking? I thought it was a few shocks. I thought it was a few shocks, and I thought there oh, were... definitely there was a few shocks. A few or shocks. Um, yeah, one I think, shock. I, I think one I, shock. <laughs> no, I thought there were... Yeah... I thought there were quite there were a few goals scored. A couple, um, yeah, I don't know. I thought it was I thought it was a good round. I thought it was a good round. Match day eight, good round. Mate, I agree. It was a lovely round. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Let's move on. Brighton and Burnley. Let's head down to the south coast to the Amex Stadium. Mate, and a nil a nil all. Um, Alex, you predicted two nil. Which is. And I predicted one all. Yeah. Right. So I got the draw right. Got the draw right. But um. But yeah, looking at this game, what did you what did you really think of it? It was pretty. Um, Brighton obviously, <laughs> Brighton dominated. Yeah, Brighton had the better of the game. Um, total of nineteen shots, three on target, seven off, nine block shots. Um, they had a fair few chances created. Um, um, Danny Danny Welbeck debut. He had a chance. He could have scored. Um, Lamptey had another one. Both teams had plenty of chances, but I think overall. Brighton probably deserve something out of this. Um, you see when Burnley put the put the cross in and hit the crossbar. Yep, of um, course Burnley. But yeah, but yeah, no. I I thought for me it was Brighton deserved the better. Um, Burnley were doing the typical long direct game. Um, but yeah, tell you what, if I was a Burnley fan, I I, I, I agree. If I was a Burnley fan, I think I know what you're going to say here. You'd be happy with this result. Oh, I'd be happy, but I said if I was a Burnley fan and having to watch that shit every week, yeah, I'd hate it. Yeah, I'd hate it's, it. It's it's pretty um typical English football. Like, yeah, like I, I get I get direct. the whole game plan of a certain game, and then you like um you sort of put out that game plan for a certain particular game. They literally do it every single week. Yeah, but um, but yeah, very uh unfulfilling game. That. Mm. Yeah, mate, move on. Let's head to the um let's head to Southampton to the St Mary's Stadium. Uh, Southampton won two 0 against Newcastle. Um Alex you predicted two all. Oh. And I predicted the three 0 to Southampton. Yeah. Right. So I was close. You were close. But yeah, how good does Southampton look? Yeah, they do. They um, look pretty good, eh? They were top of the league after this result. Not for long. <laughs> not not for long, but they were first top time, of the league. First time ever. Yeah. Um I think it's it's so funny with Southampton because there was that time. Leicester, oh, long time ago now, uh, Leicester batted them 9-0. Yeah, I remember that. And they've just, Ralph Hasenhutl mm. has really turned this team around, hasn't he? Because like, yeah. when it, when that happened, you think, oh, is there any way back from here for this club? Like, yeah. That's that's humiliating, 9-0. Mm. Um, but yeah, they've sort of come back and they, they, look, they look really good. I think everyone's just playing, just... On a high at the moment, that club. Yeah, um, Che Adams got on the score sheet as well nice as, as well as Armstrong. But did you see the shot beforehand? From oh, who was it off the top of my head? It was literally just before um, Oreo Romero. 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 Solid shot. Great shot. Got I think got palmed out wide. 
Fullbacks had the ball, then Water Peak, Walker Peters yeah. won the tackle, gave it to Walcott, Walcott's crossed it. But yeah, no, it was a good save, good shot as well. I'll tell you what, Oral Romeo is a very... Um, underrated? Under, I, he's very underrated and just not talked about. Um, and that comes from me who used to be used to be at Chelsea. I saw a bit of him at Chelsea, but he didn't get much of a chance. Yeah. But every time he plays us, he's always so solid, like such a solid defensive like midfielder. Mm. You know, he's solid. He can, he's a little bit slow, but yeah. like his physicality, tackling, passing, always like top notch, and he just never gets really talked about. Yeah. But yeah, big credit to him though. But um, yeah. Any more, any more to add? No, nah, there's not much to add to this. Um, Newcastle. I don't know. I think we both called them dark horses and start of the start of the season, but they're not looking at it at the moment. Just a bit up and down, really, aren't they? Yeah. Like I don't think they're playing. Terribly terrible. I think that they're just catching a Southampton side that's really informed at the moment. They just thought it was too much for them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, nothing, anything more to add to that, mate? No, nothing to add. Nothing? All right. We'll move on to a very interesting game mm. um, Everton versus United Goodison. So it ended 3 1 to United. Alex, you predicted 2 1 to United. And myself. As the genius I am has predicted 3-1 to Manchester United. Round of applause for me. Yeah, on the back. Another point for Brad. You're on, but, um, you on now? Six or five? Uh, I think I'm on six now. Bloody hell. Mate, unreal. Unreal form. Yeah. Um, but yeah, seeing that's your, your teammate, you can um, jump into what your th- uh, your thoughts were for this game. Um, I thought... You're not ranting for once. No, nah, I'm not going to rant, actually. That's good. that's good. I thought we were a lot better. A lot, lot better. Um... A lot better. I thought defensively we were good. And it kind of showed in our formation as well. We played really quite narrow. And um, we, there was plenty of space out wide. But we did struggle out wide. Did struggle out wide. We, If you look at where the goal came from and loads of where Everton's chances came from, all out wide. They all came from out wide. So out wide is obviously where our weaker points are. So that's something Wan-Bissaka and Luke Shaw need to work on. But... I thought we were a lot better. I thought Bruno Fernandes was class, actually. Yeah, I he, thought he, he played went. really well. And really. Credit, credit where credit's due from the rivals' point. Absolutely. It wasn't Bruno Fernandes that game. It was no. Bruno Fernandes. What a header, by the way. Yeah, that was, that was very satisfying, wasn't it? Good header. But we'll quickly go to Bernard's goal. Um, he took it quite what, quite nicely. Bottom corner, yeah. Frustrating goal to concede. Yeah. I'd be very frustrated. Near that. post like that. You yeah, can't, the keeper can't be beaten. De Gea shouldn't have been beaten there. But Bruno... It was pretty unlucky. They went through the legs. like. Yeah. Yeah. Bruno, good header, good ball from... Was it Rashford, I'm pretty sure, off the top of my head? I watched this uh, as well. I think, yeah. Why do I and not know he, this? And then the cross he put in for for Rashford was unreal. Very underrated cross. Mm. Um, just perfectly weighted. Um, uh, no, Luke Shaw, sorry. Luke Shaw. Okay, the ball yeah. from Luke Shaw. Great ball yeah. from Luke Shaw. Um, then before that one... Uh, yeah. Was it after Bruno Fernandes done the... Um, tried to put the cross in, but... Rashford completely. He didn't completely. Well, the little, the little chippy, like the little dinky put in to Rashford when he scored. Rashford didn't score that. What do you mean he didn't score that? Rashford didn't touch it. Oh, he didn't either. Mm. Wow, I'm an idiot. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so yeah, they've given it to Bruno for this. Sorry, Bruno, got, yeah. yeah. Well, that ball he put in that I thought it was, was good, a cross, yeah. unreal cross. Yeah, good ball. Good yeah, ball. But, it was definitely a cross. Yeah. But, but, um, but not lucky enough yeah. to win. But it was actually Rashford that played Bruno the ball, so he's busted his bum to get into the box, which is good to see. But it's finally happened. It's finally happened. The man himself, 
to see himself. Himself, <laughs> Edison Cavani has scored. Nice little counter. How did you feel when that went in? Yeah. Your good. prayers have been answered. Oh, it was good. Good to see. Um, I think it'll be first of many from Cavani, actually. You think? Yeah, but he will be coming off the bench most games, but I do feel he will bag us quite a few goals this season. But we'll see how it goes. Definitely but, one to watch. Yeah, definitely one to watch. But um, Everton did have more possession, but I think United had more of the clear-cut chances, really. Um, um, Luca Dean had that smashing shot into the side netting. Yeah, that was um, a solid hit. Calvert-Lewin had a couple chances, but overall, it was it was pretty good to see from United. Um, I thought Fred played well, actually, as well. But no, it was good to see United playing better football. You take a string a few minutes together, don't you? That's what the problem is. Like you, you come back after the international break, and if things are norm, like things are sort of what they have been, then you'll probably lose to Fulham at home. West Brom. West Brom. Well, I just meant an example, but yeah, yeah you just West Brom. Yeah. But yeah, I guess we'll have to wait and see though. Yeah. Anyway. Any, any more to add? No. That's... No, I've got nothing to add. What about you, mate? Um. Yeah. No. I think. Bruno Fernandes obviously the, the standout. A lot of your uh, production comes out of that that man. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, look, quite a solid performance. I think Everton were decent. Yeah. Um, well, at the end of the day, it was two one most of the game until that little breakaway counter that happened. Yeah. So three one probably wasn't didn't replicate the game as such. Do you think? Do you agree with that? I think it was closer than three one. Yeah. I'd say so, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. but no, that, that's what I mean. That's what the good teams do. They counter and punish. Yeah. So, um... As long as the ball gets in the back of the net, it doesn't matter it. how you do it, but that's as long it. as it gets there. But yeah. We'll move on. Uh, Crystal Palace versus Leeds. Selhurst Park. Uh, and it did 4-1 to Palace. Surprised me, this result. Yes, it did. Um, Alex, you predicted 2-0 to Leeds. Absolutely. And indeed. I predicted 1-0 to Palace. So this game had a lot more goals mm. than what we... Anticipated. Um, the El Capitano, Scott Dan. Scott Dan with a nice header, wasn't it? First goal in three years, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. It was so, a really good header, wasn't it? He yeah. Didn't, he didn't even generate a lot of power. It was just perfectly Yeah, he just, just, placed accurate. It, just placed it well. But um, I just want to talk about Bamford making it 1-1, but they go and to the, VAR and oh, make it Oh, big outside. talking point. This is a joke, man. This is ridiculous. He's pointing... Where he wants the ball. And just because of the shoulder... Or his hand or yeah, whatever No, it was. I think it was his shoulder. His shoulder. That's the part they count. Like, come on. Like, oh, common it's sense. Stupid. It's just common sense. Common it's sense. so bad. Like, the English FA need to fix that up. Like, sort it out. Referee Association, sort it out. Come on. And, like, look, people will be like, yeah, but, but he could have used his shoulder in the goal. But, like, it just sometimes common sense just has it's to prevail. So dumb. Just weigh up so the costs dumb. and the benefits of the decisions, and just go with common sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? But but look, he got he ended up getting on the score sheet anyway. Yeah, nice he's, little finish. It was a nice little volley. Nice volley. But um, the free kick. As a. As a. Unreal. Ma- made it look easy. Very satisfying. Too easy. Too as a. If you ask me. That's it, mate. But yeah. First goal for Palace as well. Um, he play, he's been playing quite well the last couple and of weeks. He get, and he got an assist as well. Yeah. Very impressive performance. He's got a lot of um, raw talent, this young kid. Um, he's had a lot of hypes in the championship, and he he, really, he looks like a really good player, and he looks mm. consistent. He, he looks does. like he's always on, which is good for Palace. Good to see. Um, but yeah, I think they've got a pretty bit of a gem on their hands, I reckon. Yeah, I agree. 
I 100% agree. Um, but yeah, the Heldacosta angle. That oh, is just FIFA. So unlucky, yeah. FIFA. How un- FIFA. Like that, FIFA. Yeah, that, that is just ridiculously unlucky. Like, That's probably the most unlucky goal. The I'll angle, see. the deflection, <laughs> the angle and the it. fact that it beat the keeper at the near post, the, the whole three, like... So unlucky. that's one you just gotta sit. Like, you just, I feel you like, just gotta say you're unlucky. It's not your fault. Like lead. Like feel like when that went in, leads it. It's like it's just not our day. Yeah. Let's just get to the end and move on from this shit. Yeah. Because that would be my approach um, after that. Hundred percent. But um. And IU makes it four one. Finish it four one after the seventieth minute. Yep. Cruising. Palace fans would be absolutely cheering. What we thought so because Leeds had control of pretty much the whole game um they didn't have many major clear-cut chances but they still they still looked but okay. they still looked good they still looked very good um loads of crosses coming in out wide as well um but they they did get they did stop pause and stop the game with a fair few fouls but yeah i don't know what frustrating for leads yeah frustrating. i think it is i think it's I, one just to forget about the way that they played against aston villa a couple of weeks back and to this I, I think for me it's a little bit chalk and cheese because yeah I don't know well it is at the end of the day I think I think luck does come into it a bit for obviously for the Helder Costa goal yeah but the other well the Eze like the, when you when you look at the goals you think Eze just unreal free kick what can you do Helder Costa goal unlucky what can you do yeah Scott Dan look probably could have been defended better it's still a really good header and then Ayes was sort of just a late that can definitely be stopped. Yeah. Are you one? Yeah. But um, especially, and then you think Bamford got a goal. Bamford mm. probably should, well, should have got another goal. Yeah. I, I think if Bamford scores that goal that was ruled offside early, yeah, could be a, could have been a different game. Yeah. 100%. I think it's not if Leeds fans are looking at this result. I don't think it's one to go. Oh no. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because yeah. I think it's, it does not represent how the game went. No, definitely not. But um, but yeah. So it's not all doom and gloom for Leeds. No. Mate. Chelsea versus Sheffield at Sanford Bridge. Let's do this. Talk to me through it. 4-1 and ended. Um, Alex, you predicted 1-0. Mm-hmm. And I predicted... 1-0 to Sheffield, did I say? No, to, to Chelsea. Chelsea. Um, and I predicted 2-1 to Chelsea. Yeah, right. So, <sighs> bloody McGoldrick, or should I just call him Messi, when he versus us... <laughs> he scored three goals in the past four ga- appearances against us, McGoldrick. Yeah, right. Um, very, I wouldn't say a lucky goal. It was probably a well-worked goal oh, that had a little bit, bit of luck of, in it. Bit of a pinball machine. Yeah, yeah. On. And it was obviously frustrating to concede, but when it, if this happened last season or the year before, like I'd just be like, here we go again. But I um, I sort of just bit my tongue and thought, look, I'm going to give it like just give this team a bit of time to settle in this game and show our quality and try, I mean, try and work our way back into the game. Yeah. And that's exactly what happened. So, um, Tammy scored um, the first goal. It was a bit of a scuff, but Ziyech had the ball put over top. Uh, was good. I liked Tammy's goal. Because yeah, it was good. It was scuffed a touch, but oh, it was a nice finish. Yeah, the finish was good, but I think for me, it was a lot. you see a lot of strikers when they hit the ball in a volley. Right. And I, I was watching a... Remember in the World Cup when Harry Kiel scored that volley against Croatia? Yes. He kind of done the similar thing to yep. what Tammy did to hit it down. And I was listening yeah, to... Yeah, you're right. It's more of a hit down into the ground rather than a scuff. Yeah, so yeah. I was listening to an interview with Harry Kiel and he said when volleys come over, you should always aim down because one, it's hard for a keeper to reach down low and two, it might take a, 
a, a cheeky little bounce over or whatever to, to score, and that's what happened to Harry's in the World Cup and Tammy Abraham. Just that's yeah. a very good point, Alex. Yeah, and that's exactly. What I happened. thought that was a very, very good point for Mr. Keel. So yeah, definitely. Um, I'd like to give it a go. But yeah, <laughs> so Tammy gets on the score sheet. I think he's very um, sort of stat this morning actually. Tammy has got thirty three goal contributions in thirty nine appearances over the past two seasons. Yeah, right. And he's not a penalty taker either. So I think that's pretty mm. damn good for a 21-year-old striker. Um, so, yeah, he's very impressive. I think um, we can only, only get better from here. Um, yeah, so then the second goal, Ziyech with a with his um, wand of a left foot. Puts it oh, Ziyech. How good was he? <laughs> oh, mate, unreal. He's class. Um, puts it Great in ball. Chilwell. Chilwell, look, didn't probably know where it, want, no. where it was, but he just got his body he, in the he right put his spot. Body there, yeah. yeah, put his body there. And... and when Ziyech was the X putting balls in like that, you just got to be there. He's putting, he's waving that wand around and doing magic, mate. He's, exactly. The balls he's putting in are unbelievable. Um, ben Chilwell had an interview at the end of the game and they were saying um, him and he, Lampard talked with Ziyech, um, Chilwell and Werner before the game and Lampard said to, well, Ziyech doesn't anyway, but he said, put the balls in the back post, back post. Chilwell and Werner have got to be ready to get to the back post and that's exactly what happened. Yeah. So, yeah, just in the right place at the right time. So take note, all the other Premier League clubs. <laughs> yeah, well, but at the end of the day, his deliveries are that good that you pretty much can't really do anything about it. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but yeah, so then Ziyech again of a set piece, mm-hmm. looks in a ball of Thiago Silva, unreal header. First goal for Chelsea. Uh, yep. What is it? Yep. It is, yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, unreal header, just shows his class. Um. And then at the end, Timo Werner just sniffs a little mistake by Sheffield, gets in behind, and yeah. nice finish. Four um, games in a row, Werner scored as well. Yeah, he's so. looking very good. And the thing is with Werner in these these games is that he's not getting a lot of chances. Him personally isn't getting a lot of chances as well. He's mm. sort of just creeping up, and when it comes, he puts it away, which is good to see. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think this team is just only only going to get better from here, which is exciting from for me. Hundred um, percent. But yeah. No, nah, Chelsea are looking good at the moment. I think no one can fault that. But yeah, too yeah. good, too good for Sheffield. Let's say you know twenty shots from Chelsea. Six. We could add another few on the day. Oh, you probably could have. And mind you, you had six block shots. So and two hit the woodwork. Four big chances created to Sheffield's one. But yeah, no, good performance from Chelsea overall. Very good. But yeah, I'm going to soak it in for another few weeks before we play again. So um, Be my guest. Very happy. Yes, so we'll move on. Um, West Ham versus Fulham at the Olympic Stadium. It ended 1-0 to West Ham. Um, Alex, you predicted 3-0 to West Ham and I predicted 2-1 to West Ham. So we both got the result right, but it's not the score. Mm-hmm. We're looking at this game before we started recording, Alex, and um, oh, yeah. we're looking at um, some of the some of the highlights in this game. And big shout out to Ariola because he made some pretty good saves. Oh yeah, he made some very very good saves. Actually, there were some very good saves throughout this round. Oh, definitely. Yeah, actually. he. Um, I think it was in the first ten minutes. He made about six saves in the first ten minutes of the game. Yeah. So um, yeah, very impressive performance by him. Um. What were your thoughts, mate? West Ham. I think it was all West Ham. I think anyone could agree. They had so many chances to score. They hit the woodwork twice, I think. Um, yeah, hit the woodwork I think, twice. Yeah, it's worrying for Fulham. I think 
uh, I just can't see where they're going to get wins from. Yeah, but even Fulham had a fair few chances as well. But for me, I think West Ham had, yeah, more clear-cut chances. Um, then there was 1-0 in the 91st minute. Oh, Suchek. Suchek. Suchek didn't do anything this he didn't game. Do any, didn't, he was just Yeah, there. literally. The commentator <laughs> what, said that yeah. as well. Didn't do anything all game. Hardly to be seen, but he scores. But yeah, so... But can let's talk about... Yes, let's talk about the... Lookman. The only talking point in this game. Yeah. Um, 98th minute. Lookman, what are you doing? It's the 94th minute. You've got the penalty. You're in a London derby. And... 98th minute, actually. Well, it was given in 94th. Was it? I'm talking four minutes ago to oh, VA. Okay. Once VA, yeah, VA, yeah, yeah. It went to VAR and yeah. stuff. Um, yeah. What would you do, Brad, right? You're in, the, you're in a derby. <laughs> Not a big derby, but it's a derby. Um, you've given a penalty to make it 1-1. You step up to the ball. Are you going to finish it? Or no, are you, I'm Or are you going to do a little Padanka? Padanka. Padanka, <laughs> I like to say. Sorry, yeah. Um... I would put personally. I'd put my laces through it. Yeah, I would as straight well. down the middle. I'd, um, go, I'd go wide. I always go. Yeah. I always go right. Okay, so anyone who's versed in Alex in a penalty shootout, take note. Mm-hmm. Um, but look, I know it was shit, but I got to back him up just a little bit here mm. and just say, if on another day he does the exact same thing and Fabianski commits himself fully to the other side, that's going in. Yeah. And everyone's going to be like, holy shit, what a penalty. This is insane. Like, he has so much like, ice in his veins. I don't, I don't, know. I don't, I don't know if they were... Yeah. I, but still, the way he took in his technique I think it's selfish. It was it's tiny. Selfish. It's like, selfish. our microphone is off the ground more at the moment. Like... It's... Yeah, I think it's, it's selfish it to try and pull off something like that in such a critical time in the game. Like, it's like they're 3-0 up mm. and they've got a penalty. Yeah. It, it's gone down as the worst Premier League... Worst pen in the Premier League. Okay, yeah. And... So, Look, it wasn't great, but as I said, I think if Fabianski commits the other way, it's going in. Oh, yeah. But I think it's still a bit disrespect, not disrespectful, but just selfish to Fulham to do something like that at that time. Mm. It's, just not, it's just not needed. Yeah. Look, if you Penangas it down the middle, like, really nicely, like, a bit of a different story, but, mm. like... That like was, an Andre Pirlo's a dance. Yeah, 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 but, like, come on. Yeah, finish it, mate. Just finish it. It's fr- yeah, it's, yeah. Your look, man. I'd be fucking... If I was a Fulham fan, man, I would... Yeah, I'd be There's fooling. a hole in the TV after that. Oh, so, yeah, just selfish yeah. is what I'd say. 100%. Um, but, yeah. Mate, Tottenham... West Brom at the Hawthorns. Uh, and 1-0 Tottenham. Uh, Alex, you predicted 3-0 Tottenham. And I predicted one all. So, um... Looking at this game, it was just... Tottenham deserved to win the game, bottom line. Yeah. Um, I think they were just... I honestly think it was heading... For, it was going to head for a nil all, to be honest. Um, yeah, that's what I thought. It just seemed like it was going to. And then um, Doherty just put in that nice ball, and then Harry Kane gets his 150th goal. Yeah. Um, remember, la- remember last week how we were saying... Was it 49 or 99? This is 149th last week, remember? Oh, uh, yes. That's, yeah, yeah. That's what it was. We had that... Really yeah. mistake. Once again, big important goal he's come up with. Yeah. But Song had that chance. Yes, that um And he's hesitating. Where he yeah, was hesitating uh, for about a minute. Yeah, and he kinda of stops the seal. It was a bit odd, eh? It got in his head a little bit. Yeah, I don't know how he a player of his ability managed to do that because anyone knows if you stop the ball in the game, you're just causing yourself more drama. 
I think that is why I think he saw it. If he just took the touch and finished it, he would have scored 100%. He just panicked the touch, didn't he? Yeah. He was just waiting for a moment where there was a bit of a gap yeah. in the line or something. But, um, but yeah, now once again, Kane just provides. Mm. And as I said, without them, they're a championship club. And Gareth Bale made his starting debut. Well, not starting debut, but he started. Yeah. Starting the first time ever. But I was, I was getting a haircut at, to, uh, last week, at, I think it was. Yeah, last week at Blends. Shout out to Blends. <laughs> of course, shout out to Blends. The weekly shout out. And I was um, having a chat with Lockie, and he goes to me, I listened to your podcast the other day. I was like, oh, yeah, go on, talk to me. Feedback. Because <laughs> we, like we like to know if we're doing good or not. Yeah, we like feedback. Um, and he goes, I don't know how you thought Tottenham is a, is a, but won't, might make top six. And he's a Tottenham fan, Lockie. And I said, absolutely. And I think this performance absolutely, kind of shows it. Absolutely, they will make top six. Like I said, I, don't th- I think they'll scrape top six. Yeah. And I, I think their form will plateau out a little bit. Yeah. I don't... Yeah. To me, they're a top six club, if that. And he's, he's reckoning, you know, what Lockie's like. He reckons they're a top two club. They're looking good. I can't I can't discredit them at the moment. They're really looking good. But it's just... It's, it's, a, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you've got a lot to go... <sighs> A lot of um, we're coming up to like the Christmas period, very very congested. You just don't know with injuries. You don't. There's a lot of stuff variables you can't control. Mm. And to come out and say we're going to win the league now is just just ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but I'm not sitting here saying they're a bad team, even though I said they're a championship team. But uh, no, that they're playing really well. So um, we'll see. I feel like Tottenham you know I mean? could be doing better though. I do feel like they could be better. I know. Well, I know where they're sitting at the moment. Other, I'm looking at the table now. There's six. They've won five games. Other than... Drawn two, lost one. Other than the United game, when have they played... Like, they played like that. They lost against mm. Everton. They dropped points against West, West Ham. They dropped points against Newcastle. Mm. Am they're, I right they're, there? Yeah, three on the trot unbeaten at the moment. Um, they're well, I just they're think undefeated I, away. They just, I just feel like and they're going on a bit like they're... They've only won one game at home. Yeah, I just feel like they're going on with sort of like, we've played eight games and we've won eight and conceded no goals. Do you know mm. what I mean? Like, that would be a valid... Yeah. That that would be a valid attitude if that's happened, but it hasn't. So, yeah. I don't... I understand the, the height, but we'll see. Interesting. That's all we can say. We're just predicting. That's it. Yeah. We're no experts. We're, just we're not time travellers. We're just one. I was a time traveller last week. We're though. just wannabes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right, moving on to the King Power Stadium, where Leicester City faced Wolverhampton Wanderers. I should do all the, um, what's it called? All the match talk, fixture talking at the end of your career modes in the new FIFA. So EA Sports, if you're listening, I'm happy to read out all the, f- the fixtures in career mode 20, <laughs> FIFA 22. <laughs> Yeah, but um, yeah. they did, they did 1-0 to Leicester. Um, Alex, you predicted... We both predicted 1-0. Fair result, I'd say. Yeah, so... Vardy scores a penalty. Not long... It? Yeah, not long after that, he... Gets given another penalty, and he decides to go the opposite direction. And misses. Where he missed it, which was interesting. Because Vardy has a very high percentage... Um, penalty success rate. He's up yeah, there. He's, for, he's, he's up there forever. I think at the moment, Matt Letizier from Southampton is at the top on a ninety six point eight percent. I think he is off the top right, of my head. Okay, yeah. I know that's very precise, but I know it's it's very high. And I think Vardy's just under that on ninety or two or something like that. Yeah, no, definitely. So for Vardy to miss a penalty is big. Um, fifty fifty percent possession. Both team had plenty of shots. Um, 
Yeah. It was pretty even, but I think... I think, think yeah, Leicester's... I think Leicester's not really going that bit of a long direct into Vardy anymore. I think they are playing that little bit more of a passing style game and kind of mixing it up. Oh, definitely. I think um, uh, Fafana, mm. uh, Fafana, however you say it, he um, was very impressive. Yeah. Um, he's a, from St. Etienne. Defender they signed. Um, he's really getting a lot of attention now because he's yeah. played really well. Um so yeah, they got a clean sheet. I'm sure they're very happy with that. I think it's one they just they move on. And yeah. Can't see. Any, um, big shout out to Casper Schmeichel for making that unbelievable save against oh, Ruben wow. Nevers. Oh wow! Yes. What a save! Unbelievable save! If Good we save. had save of the week, yeah, that one or Ariola, one of the two. Yeah. Ooh, save of the week. Oh mate, could be on. Could be on. Little could segment. Be in the New little segment. We'll think about it over the international. Yeah, break. game of the round. But yeah. Let's move on to game of the round at the Etihad Stadium. City Liverpool and ended one all. Alex, you predicted two 0 to Liverpool and I predicted nil all. So I got the draw right. You got the draw right. But um, you're on the right track. Yeah. What are your thoughts? So Salah scores a pen. What do you think of that? Um, I don't know. What are your thoughts? <laughs> I was just zoned out. It's just a pretty, pretty I, I, mad game, I, I, isn't it? Yeah, I don't pretty know. There wasn't... Game. I don't know. No, it wasn't like this game a couple of years back, two, three years ago. It was quite exciting. Especially the Champions League. You know the Champions yeah. League, how good it was? Yeah, that was good. But I don't know now if it's because there's no crowds or Liverpool's got loads of injuries. Now you've got Trent Alexander-Arnold's out for... Four weeks. Four, is out for a month. Um, I don't know. I just feel like there was nothing exciting about this game for me. Um, Kevin De Bruyne missed the penalty for the first time in bloody yonks. That was very surprising. Yeah, um, tried yeah. to go too wide. Tried to put it two bottom bins, I'd say. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Jesus's goal, unreal turn. Oh, unreal goal. Yeah, great touch, great, good finish as well. I think a lot of people forget how young Jesus still is. He's still so young, and he's still he has so much quality. So, how old is he? Quickly, he's, he's only twenty three. Yeah, he's still oh, so young. What? Um, he's got so much experience as well behind him in the Premier League now. Like, yeah, right. Really under talked and undervalued striker. I think um, he doesn't get a, not a lot of people talk about him, but it was an unreal goal. Yeah, right. But yeah, it wasn't very. Uh, I don't know what the right word is to describe mm. it. Just as a from a neutral perspective, it just wasn't. Yeah, I don't as know. exciting and eventful as what I would have liked. Yeah. To put it that way. Yeah, 100%. But yeah. Is there anything you really want to add uh, to this? Not, not really, no. Just... Like, um, Sean and Dylan are going to give us a mouthful for giving us a, a shit talk about Liverpool and Man City. But I don't know. There wasn't much to say about this um, for me. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah nah. nah. Yeah, nah. Yeah, nah. Yeah, I think, yeah, I don't know. Some, I just feel like something was missing from this game. I don't know what it was, but that was just my opinion. Yeah. Obviously, that's from a neutral. If it, you want a fan of either team, then obviously it's a bit different. Yeah. But, um, but yeah. Mate, last game. Talk me through it. Arsenal versus Aston Villa. It ended 3 0 Aston Villa. I'm going to start and say that I predicted 3-0 to Arsenal. Mm. But Alex, you predicted 2-0 to Villa. And I'll tell you what, if you pulled off, if you said 3-0 Villa, that would be the best, the most insane prediction of the year. 
Because if you put bet, I reckon I, I would want to know what the betting odds on that was. That would probably be about fifty bucks. I reckon the three nil. If you guess oh three nil, yeah. If you guess the result three nil, damn. And the scary thing is for Arsenal fans is this this result was deserved from Villa. Mm. Villa were unreal. Grealish, Barkley, um, Ollie Watkins, just all of them were just unreal. Yeah. Um. Did you have any, any thoughts? No, well, John McGinn made it 1-0, but VR ruled it no goal because of the obstruction. This is a hard one because I can lean on both sides of the fence. So, like, you look and you say, I get it. He was offside and right in front of Leno. Therefore, it should be ruled out. But I also get, yes, he was. But if Leno, I mean, if, I think it was, was it Barkley in front? One of them? I think it was Barkley. It was Barkley, Barkley wasn't yeah. there. The strike was so good anyway, Leno was not saving it. Yeah. I've, I've, but I think it was a fair yeah, decision. But also, to me, obstruction is kind of on purpose. Like, you purposely yeah, stand Yeah, and you think it was on purpose? No. I don't think he no, was standing He didn't even really think about no, what was going on. He's, he saw the ball coming back. It was meant to be a cross and came back to him. And McGinnis yeah. just hit it. But, um, but yeah, there was good build for the first goal. There was yeah. good build-up play. Um, it was Barkley... It was Barkley taking the piss on that left side. Mm. Um, and then they worked their way through and crossed it in and um, Trezeguet got it, but I think Saka got a touch, so they gave it an own goal to Saka, but it was a really good team goal uh, by Villa. Um, Kirantini whipped in a good ball for Lacazette to have the header. Open open header. Um, just should be a half. Atari, I'm sorry. Yeah, Arsenal be. fans are fuming at Lacazette at the moment. I would be as well. He's doing yeah. absolute rubbish. And I've, I watched a few uh, AFTV videos, as you do, on an Arsenal loss. Oh, I've seen the DT one. And, that was uh, <laughs> Did you, I think it was you sent it to me. Yeah, um, and as and I agree with them. As I said, like Lacazette puts that away, one all into halftime. Mm. I see Arsenal coming out and winning the game. No, it's a big moment in the game. Oh, game changer. Any yeah. goal before halftime changes it, for sure. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, big, big moment um, Lacazette missed there. Pepe had a good shot in the 68th minute that just went wide. Ollie Watkins made it 2-0 and 3-0. Oh, Barkley, the and cross by Barkley oh, and yeah. Ollie Watkins. Good ball. Very wow. good ball. But Ollie Watkins, especially in the first half, played very well, I thought. Jack yeah. Grealish played oh, very Jack well. Jack Grealish against Bellerin. Jack Grealish is on, he's on good form at the moment. And yeah. Very good. Good for England. Yeah, very good. But Arsenal didn't look like the Arsenal team they did against United. Did not at all. No, well, looked, they just... They looked very unorganised. They looked... Didn't look like they looked very lost out there. Didn't know what was going on. I just feel like that they're just so they're lacking creativity and they don't have any. They're just sitting. Mm. I feel like they've against your big clubs. I get it. You sit back and counter. Yeah. But when you're at home to Aston Villa, you don't do that. Yeah. That's that's just not on for a big club like yeah. that. Where's all the Arsenal fans now bagging out United? Like, come on. Yeah, that I think performance. I, I, don't, I don't know. I just tactically. They've just dropped the ball mm. in this game. They've dropped the ball. You can't hide from it. Like, yeah. you've got to accept it. But look, he might go... Arteta will probably go in and work on it, and he'll be a better manager because of it, I think. Mm. But it's not all doom and gloom, but it's certainly massive. Yeah. Um, shock. I agree. Um, but yeah, mate, Any anything else to add before no, we wrap up nothing to add, this mate. segment? No. Nothing to add? Nothing to add. All right. I'm just going to quickly go over something here. Fox Sports released a new, uh, an article today and they've graded all the Premier League teams this season so far. Mm. I'm going to quickly go through it and we'll have a quick yarn about it. Mm-hmm. Arsenal. See if we agree or disagree. Arsenal, grade D. Um, what's the lowest grade you can get an F? 
well, it depends how dumb you are, you can go lower. I think it's an F. It's an F. So an F's the lowest normally, yeah. I think, yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah. I think at times it'd be an A, especially against United, yeah. but at times it'd be an overall. F. Like, like, overall? Yeah, overall I'd put them in a D, D yeah. yeah. Three fair. Aston Villa, A+. Plus. A+. Plus. I agree, 100%. I'd give them an, I'd give them an A. I don't think, I think after a what they've done last season, 100%. Fair enough, yeah. Brighton, C+. I think at the start of the season you'd push for a B, but yeah, C probably mm. now. They've plateaued a little bit. Burnley F. Yes, I agree. Chelsea B plus. Yep, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Crystal Palace B. Yeah, I think maybe a C plus, but yeah, I reckon more of a C around yeah. the C area. Everton B minus. Um. Yes, I think now B over minus. the last couple of weeks. I think a B minus. Yeah, yeah, they've sort of lost it a touch. Yeah. Past few weeks, but yeah. Uh, Fulham F. Agreed. Leeds United C. I'd give them a C plus. Don't think they're a B, but I think they're a high C. Yeah, probably high C for me as well, because yeah. Because I think they play good football. Yeah, I think they play good football as well. Yeah. Um, who's next? Who we got here? Leicester City A plus. I think oh, more no. of an A minus. Yeah, I'd say an A or an A minus. Yeah. I would even put them a B plus to be honest. Yeah. Liverpool, B. B, that's fair. I would agree with this. Because their bar's quite high and they're sort of, sort of just sit, sitting on that. And they've had so many injuries yeah. at the moment as well. Manchester City, D. Agreed. I agree, 100%. Manchester United, F. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree with this. I think, yeah, I, th- I think I would probably give him an E. I wouldn't give him an F. Well, that Tottenham, like, uh, it's hard because you haven't been a consistent F. I think you've been that e game minus. against United, I mean, against Newcastle <laughs> at um, St. James's, um, yeah, James's Park. Yeah. Your Everton game. I think you've been pretty good in some games, but so inconsistent. I wouldn't give you an F. I'd give you a D. I mean, an E. An a e, D. We've we'll e. got no, from no, D no, to no, an e. e. Yeah, right. E. e. Yeah, okay, I'll take that. Uh, Newcastle United, C+. Plus. Oh, I'd probably give them a C. Um, Sheffield United, F. Yep, agreed. Southampton, A. I'd give Southampton an A+. Plus. Tottenham Hotspur, A+. Plus. Um, no, I'd give Tottenham... A B. I'd give him... B minus B. me. I'd give him a B. B minus for me, I reckon. Or Maybe a B plus to be a bit lenient. Um, West Brom, F. West Ham, C+. Plus. I think I'd give West Ham a... A B minus for me. I'd probably give them a B minus. Mm. They've really played well, I reckon. Yeah. Um, Wolves, B minus. I'd probably give them a C. And that's it. So that's quite interesting. That, yeah, actually. that is an interesting little article there, Alice. It's mm. good to um, bounce off their, their opinions and yeah. and show our own. But, but um, uh, good to see. But yeah, we'll move on. That was interesting. Let's move on to something exciting, mate. Let's. Well, oh, actually, move on to goal of the week. Goal of the week first. I'm getting ahead of myself. Goal of the week is. Your boy Eze with his free kick. Too easy. Well, that'll be up on the Instagram soon. Great free kick. Um, Great strike. Keep, yeah, just keep a, had no chance. Just those ones that hit the crossbar and bounce up onto the roof of the net is always satisfying. Um, we'll run through our team of the week quickly. Oh Alex. yes. So we've got our normal. Uh, well, we've got a four-three-three. Mm-hmm. We've got Ariola in goal. Doherty yep. at right back. Fafana, uh, Target, and Walker Peters. Um, we've got Eze Armstrong. Mm-hmm. And Bruno in midfield, and then we have Grealish, Watkins, and Ziyech up front. Can we quickly mention that um, 
it's taken eight weeks for a Man United player to get in the team of the week for us. Has it? I thought Bruno's already got in there. I don't think he has. Well, look, I might be wrong, but um, fair shout-out to Ross Barkley as well, and a shout-out to Fabianski as well, who are both very good that just missed oh, yeah. out. Absolutely. Um, oh, no, Juan Bissaka's made it, sorry. Yes, yeah, so Juan Twice. made it. Two weeks ago. And um, Rashford, what am I thinking? We'll jump in next to... We'll talk fantasy quickly. Alex, do you oh, want to get the oh. fantasy up? I've done very well in this. I'm getting rid of Aubameyang. Yep, so I did that. It's time. I've done that. It's time. So the average this week was 55 points. What'd you get, mate? I got 52. Yeah, right. Yeah, I'm, I'm really struggling at the moment. So where'd you score high? Uh, so Salah got me nine. Yep. Matt Ryan got me six. Justin got me six. Mm-hmm. Uh, Calvert Lewin got me five, and Bamford got me seven. Yep. Um, Egan got minus one. <laughs> I don't know why. What on Egan? Um, did he? I was trying to think. Did he give away a penalty? No, he didn't. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I've got a lot of injuries in my team. I think I might have to play a wild card. It's not looking good for uh, mm. the winter wonderland. I am. Um, How'd you go? I got sixty-four points. It's right above the average. So did all right. Um, Schmeichel got me six. Mings got me six. Captain Rashford got me ten, but he went off with a shoulder injury. Bamford got me seven. Vice-captain Calvert-Lewin got me five. De Bruyne got me three. Rodriguez got me two. Fernandez got me 17. Grealish got me six. So not too bad at all. But I had Walker-Peters on the bench who got who, where I lost nine points. So I might sub him on for Gabriel. But I don't know. But mate, we'll, wrap, we'll jump onto the uh, the table. Oh, we've got Wayne OFC, uh, Stimo. Shout out to Stimo again. I think this is the third episode running. He's leading. Yeah, third He's or sitting fourth. up there with 502 points. He didn't go well this week, though. He only got 52, same as me. Mm. Um, and closely in second on 499 points. Um, and the highest Excuse point. the French, but I love tits. Jake Levy. <laughs> He's coming second. <laughs> mate. So. Yeah, Jake. Um, Captain Kane, Vice Captain Song, Fernandez in there as well. You got the most points this week yeah. out of our comp. So Nick shout Pope out to I Love Tits. Um, um, Siobhan in third at the moment. She's um, equal with uh, Durs, Durso's Dungeon. Um, and who's coming last? Chinese Techers and Jason Pappas's Invincibles. And not, not looking very invincible at the moment. No, and Bryson still hanging down there. <laughs> Bryson, he's, he's gone up and touched the 15th, but um, but yeah, mate, pro clubs. Pro, oh, mate. So, um, let me talk about it. Right. So, the boys jumped on. Shout out to... I'll give a shout out to us, too. Me and you. We were on there last night. We were. The Barnet, Dilla Bosman. The... The tree. The tree. Chris Grasco. AKA the Spanish Chorizo. That's it, mate. And we had... That was it. Why do I feel like there was more? There were, did yeah. Bryson jump on after? Oh, Bryson did jump on Bryson after you left. Yep. So, shout out to Bryson. Um, start off. So, mate... I was, I, I was on a hat-trick. We won 6-1. Yes. First game. But just to give the viewers some um, listeners some context before we go into that, I think we were sitting in Division 4. We had eight games remaining. Yep. And we were only on a point. So, we needed, mm-hmm. we needed uh, 19 points for the title. So, we needed to get... Uh, Four win, no five wins. Yes, yeah. no We're, six. No, we need to get six wins. Yeah, uh, for the title. And yes, we're sitting in the world here, eighteen thousand eight hundred and four. Now, out of four hundred and five thousand. Yeah, which is I think is actually not bad. That's pretty good. I that's think like that's top five percent. Right. I think that's not too bad. But we're um, lower now. But 
Things have changed. Things have changed. What happened, Brad? Well, we went on a not a win, not a big win streak. We we would win two and then we'd lose, and then we won two and then we'd lose, and then we won three in a row. Mm. So we had a pretty successful night. I think we won out of the eight games. I think we won seven and we lost two. No, sorry, we won six. We yes, three. we won six. Lost three and lost. No, lost two. Okay, won right. six and lost two. So really good. We won the title. Mm-hmm. We're in Division Three now. We haven't started our Division Three journey yet, but that bumps us down to the top ten thousand clubs in the world. So, mate, FC pundits, what are, what are, going are we, what are we ranked in the world? Uh, we'd be in the top ten thousand. So we're top. So we're ten thousand and we'd be in the ten thousand. Right. We we'll have to There's look ten thousand. Um, I think we're in the top, or to maybe top 15,000, I think it might be, out of 405,000 clubs, which is pretty damn good. Yeah, I think that's pretty good as well. I think we're working well as a unit. So, our, our, obviously, our goal is to make Division Did you one. say 400,000? 405,000. Okay. Um, yeah, so I think uh, I think we work well as a unit, don't we? We've got uh, Chris Grasco, the tree in DM, cleaning up, and then we've got the Barnet sort of sitting forward, but really he really likes to track back and win the ball for the team and... Putting through balls to uh, Barry McCockiner mm-hmm. and uh, Pappas up front. That's it. And Bryson coming in late um, likes to control the game in midfield. Um, but yeah, I think we've got the right ingredients to uh, make a Division One push. I really have faith in the, in the boys. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so hopefully over the next few weeks we can update you and hopefully we don't get relegated. Touch wood, and we can get promoted in Division Two. Hopefully. Um, but yeah, is there anything else, Alex, you want to add for pro? I'm costs? just trying to find the percentage. Percentage. What percentage we are in the world? Yeah. I oh, I can do that for you. you Four hundred and five. Uh. Actually, no. What are we ranked? Where are we sitting? Four hundred five. It's all happening. We are in the top three percent, three point seven percent of the world. That's pretty good. Pro clubs, I'll tell you what, that's an unreal effort. I think we can even do better than that. I think so. I think we need to um, have a little meeting with the, all the other boys and get get this a little bit serious, I reckon. Get the kids out. Yeah, lock in. And by the way, shout out to Dylan Bosman, who is... Who, what do you reckon, mate? We'll give him the kit man duties? Yeah, uh, he produced... the Barnett's produced a new kit for the for the club, and it's um, I'm, I'm a fan of it. I'm a big fan Not of the biggest well. fan of Puma, as it is, but... But it's not bad. It's not bad. So, Dylan Bosman, you're our new kit man. So, I reckon every time we go up a season, or every couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah. Boz, can every you, few weeks. Every we'll, few weeks. Fresh. Boz, do you reckon you could surprise us with a new kit? I'll leave that to you, my friend. But yeah, mate. All right. Last segment well, of the segment. episode. Let's do this. Um, we're just gonna jump into. Well, not, we quite. Do want, to know. not quite. I want to talk FA Cup quickly at the end. FA Cup? Yeah, mate. Don't worry. Big things happened overnight. I'm pretty happy about this. FA Cup? Yep. Sorry, you're going to dive into that quickly? No, no, no. We'll do um, predictions first. We'll do FA oh, Cup. Okay, finish. we're going to end up with FA Cup this week. All right, Alex. We're well, starting. International break sucks. Yeah, yeah we, so must, is, we must highlight that the international this, break is this week coming, so sorry. we won't be reacting to these predictions uh, until the week after next. But we do have a couple of surprises yes, coming up. Yes, but so stay tuned. We will not be going away. Do not worry. Do not worry. We will not be going away. Um, yeah, so keep your eyes and ears peeled. But Alex, mm. Newcastle United versus Chelsea at St. James's Park. Mm. Oh, Chelsea. Uh, I'm going to go 3-0. Zeke's going to score as well. 
I, oh, I'd love that. I'd love that. Um, I'm going to say 2-0 Chelsea. Okay. Um, Villa versus Brighton at Villa Park. 3-0 Villa. 3-0 Villa. I'm going uh, big. I'm going big. This is tough. This is tough. I think I'm going to say 3-1 Villa. Okay. Burnley versus Palace at Turf Moor. I'm going to go 2-0 Palace. I'm going to say 1-0 Burnley. Very good. Uh, Fulham versus Everton at Craven Cottage. I'm going to go 4-0 Everton. I'm going to go 3-0 Everton. Very good. Um, Liverpool versus Leicester at Anfield. Interesting game. 2-2. 2-2. I'm going to go 1-0. All. Okay. I'm going to say 1-0. Fair enough. Um, Manchester United versus West Brom at Old Trafford. You know, 3-0 United. Are you sure about that? <laughs> I, I hope so. <laughs> um, I'm going to say 2-1 United. Very good. Uh, Wolves versus Southampton at the Molyneux. Another interesting game. Very much. Thoughts? I'm going to go Southampton, hot form. Wolves aren't going too bad. I'm going to go 1-0 Southampton. Uh, I think Wolves will just tip Southampton. Yeah. I think the break might... Might pull up Southampton's form a little bit. I'm going to say 2-1 to Wolves. Yep. Uh, now, a game of the round. Tottenham versus Manchester City. Big game. This is a big game for Tottenham fans. And, and City fans as well. Yeah, well, just to push their title credentials. Mm. What are your thoughts? I think City will do this. 2-0. Oh, this is tough. This is tough. I'm going to say... I'm going to say one all. one all. Okay. Um, Sheffield United versus West Ham at Bramble Lane. And West Ham will win 1-0. 1-0 to West Ham. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to say... nil all. Very good. And our last game, Leeds versus Arsenal at Ellen Road. And this is a very interesting game. Because I just... I don't know. <laughs> it's I just re- interesting because Arsenal just produce interesting games, don't mm-hmm. they? I reckon it'll be 2-1 to Leeds. You think? Leeds will get the three points. I'm going to say 1-0 to Arsenal. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's, mate. That's so that wraps up the week. That's very interesting. Now, what are you going to dive into before we, before FA we, Cup. Uh, before we leave? Now, um, so, the first proper round of the FA Cup happened overnight in the last couple of days. As you know, that when st- FA Cup starts off with 30 billion different games. But there were quite a big shocks in this game, so I'm going to go quickly read out a couple that stand out. Um, what have we got? We have got... Oh, yeah. Uh, where is it? Where is it? I was just reading it two seconds ago. Lincoln City beat Forest Green Rovers 6-2. Bit of a result. Interesting. Link, um, Oxford United lost 2-1 to Peterborough. Kingsling Town beat Port Vale 1-0. Non-league side beating the league football league side. Okay. In- interesting. Um, Salford City won an extra time against Hartlepool 2-0. So that's a football league side against a national league side, non-league. Yep. Uh, Tramere Rovers beat Accrington Scan- Stanley 2-1 what are the other big results here Bolton lost to Crew Alexandria 3-2 Stevenage won on penalties um, 5-4 against Concord Rangers yeah right okay interesting Eastleigh drew nil with MK Dons that's interesting MK, MK Dons in League 1 uh, are they in the championship no they're, oh, I think they might be League 1 League One. Yeah, so that's a non-league team. Havan and Waterlooville beat Ready Cray Valley Paper Mills. <laughs> what a name! They're going all the way. They're going all the, the way. Cup. Going all the way. And shout out to Banbury United and 
ex-teammate of mine, Harry Landers, who unfortunately lost 2-1 to Carnby, 2-1. And shout-out to Doka as well, who lost... He unfortunately lost 6-2 to Lincoln, who plays for Forest Green Rovers. But last night, mate, Oxford City, my old club, played against Northampton Town. Northampton Did they Town, win? Northampton Town is a League One side. Oxford City is National League South, so it's sixth division. So there's about three leagues to, to above, them, above them. Of difference. Oxford City, 1-2-1 at home. Would you look at that, mate? Mate, unbelievable. Awesome scenes from the former Big club. Big scenes, but yes. Second round coming up. It's all happening. Oxford City has got... Where is it? They've got Shrewsbury Town away. Another hard game. Portsmouth's got King Ling Town. Um, who else we got here? Yeah. There's a few other big games happening, but we'll push on to... Oh, by the way, MK Dons is playing against Barnet. Bloody Barnet. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure the Barnet will be tuning yeah, in for that one. Absolutely. Two o'clock in the morning on the end of the oh, month. Oh, mate. No time will stop the Barnet watching Barnet. No, absolutely not. But yeah, no, so... Interesting quick. way to wrap up the episode, Alex. A bit yeah. of FA Cup uh, little, intel. little FA Cup action for you boys there. But, um... I think that's it, mate. I Ep- believe so. The number 10, uh, or the 10th episode, has come to an end, unfortunately. unfortunately. But we'll be back very soon. Keep your eyes and ears peeled. Absolutely. Make sure you follow us on all our social media accounts. Um... Yeah, some exciting new stuff will be on the way. I hope you enjoy. Give us some feedback. Um, For any of our content, we always like feedback. Just not abuse. That would be nice. (laughs) But um, but yeah, anything else to close, Alex, before we head off? No, international break coming up. So we'll get the the boys on from the round table, have a little yarn, which would be good to see. And we might have a special guest next week. So stay tuned for that. Stay tuned for that. And try not to get too bored over the international break. If you do get bored, feel free to listen to the rest of our following podcasts. But yeah. Brilliant. All right. See you next time. See you later.